It's a fast and furious ride. In the end, it doesn't do anyone any good. It's a one-way trip to the cemetery for Carl and probably a trip to the poorhouse for... or back to the poorhouse for um, Roberta. She was very unhappy that this younger, blonder woman had turned up at the funeral, as if she had some right to be there. I'm Andrew Rule. I'm here today with Anthony Dowsley, senior ace reporter on the Herald Sun. Roberta, now, I think you and I, well, you've probably had a bit to do with Roberta. Of course, Roberta Williams, known by a first name. Yep. As only the big stars are. You know, it's like Bert. Um, Sam, yep. Eddie, it's uh, the First Name Club. Yep, she's in the First Name Club, as Carl is. It's a very uh, small club, yep. an exclusive. Yep. And you can't really buy your way in. No, no, but she's paid for it. She has. And uh, Roberta's origins, I think, might have been that she was a daughter of um, a Maltese truck driver who, she's the youngest of perhaps eight, a lot of children. Yes. And I think poor old dad might have died in a truck crash and fire when she was a child. So she's had a very sad and um, traumatic childhood, to be fair to her. Yeah, she describes an abusive relationship with her mother. Probably so. Possibly so. Delinquent pretty early on. A delinquent. She was roaming the streets. She did the best she could. And to be serious about it, probably... It's that, that sort of childhood that sends a lot of people down the wrong path. Yep. They become victims and abused and then they start to victimise others or, or whatever. She um, goes from partner to partner. Yep. And she ends up with a fella by the name of Stevenson. Yeah. And he is connected to the Moran clan. Yeah. And she has two children with him. Mm. People think three, but it was in fact two. Mm. And in the end, she gets to know the Morans. So we're talking Lewis, Judith, yep. Mark, Jason. Yep. And when there were Morans. When there were Morans. When they were alive. Yes. Yeah. And there seems to be a bit of a, a pecking order. And um, it seems to me Roberta wasn't uh, favoured uh, or wasn't included in everything. I see. So she eventually ends up with Carl. Who's at that stage is basically, as opposed to being criminal royalty like Moran's was a criminal nobody, yes, who had been stacking supermarket shelves in uh, Mooney Ponds or somewhere at that point, before. but stole the odd VCR, yep, sold a bit of dope, worked his way up, yep, and also could end end up one of these things was he that he could cook, he could cook drugs, oh, he could cook drugs, yep, oh, not not watching MasterChef, no, no, he could cook that, drugs. But Lewis used to watch MasterChef, I think. Lewis Moran, he was a more elevated soul. So they became really the first couple of um, gangsterdom because really of the, the whole sort of underworld war, underbelly, gangland war thing. Carl Williams and Roberta became virtually fictionalised characters where scriptwriters wrote about them and that made them famous, made otherwise very ordinary people very famous. Well, I think... It- Gangland Wars prior to the most recent Gangland War had made people famous, but not quite on this level. No. And where their wives became, their wives and girlfriends became famous as well, such yep. as Maguire and, and, and Roberta, Roberta Williams. Yeah. 
Um, and she's ended up making documentaries about it and writing books about her own life. Yeah. And um, in it, there's a lot of abuse, including from, you know, her partners uh, that she describes. She describes abuse. At, yeah. Yeah, being yeah. shot at and being punched and, yeah. and threatened. Which will, which will be true. Mm. Um, and in the end, um, there's one quote in one of her documentaries where she says, they use the acronym CREAM, cash rules everything around me. Oh, I see. And um, it's, 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 it's a real metaphor for what happened because there's nothing to begin with. Mm. Then there's a, an influx of cash more than most people would know what to do with. Yep. Trips overseas, you know, designer, jewellery, clothes, the rest of it. And then eventually it's all taken away. Yeah. It's a fast and furious ride. Absolutely. That in the end doesn't do anyone any good. No. It's a one-way trip to the cemetery for Carl and probably a trip to the poorhouse for – or back to the poorhouse for um, Roberta. Well, it's resulted in a, in the house that Carl built with his yep. – um, in yeah. Essendon, yeah. Um, actually built two units side by side, townhouses, mm. and uh, it, you know uh, Roberta and her family ended up living in one of them. Mm. Barbara Carl's mother uh, lived there as well, yep. um, and that ended up being taken away um, just a couple of weeks ago. Yes, it's um, a salutary lesson in what happens when you seek bad company and um, easy money. So Dow's, Carl Williams ends up in jail after a lot of people are killed. Let's just run through a few of those. Well, the series of killings, there's Jason Moran in mid-2003. He's shot with a fellow named Pasquale Barbaro. There's Mark Malia. Uh, there's the Hodsons, in which he's the middleman for. Uh, Willie Thompson in Chadston. Um, then comes, of course, um, Graham Kinneborough, a veteran. In Q. In Q. Michael Marshall in South Yarra. And, uh, of course, Lewis Moran in Brunswick. So every suburb gets a killing? It was going all around the inner sub- suburbs of Melbourne. Of course, these killings became the basis of the first and by far the best drama series, the Underbelly drama series. And uh, it really established the careers of actors like Cat Stewart, who starred as uh, Roberta, Roberta yes. Williams. And I can recall... Cat Williams was um, at her parents' Gippsland house in East Gippsland and she was out in the backyard rehearsing for her role as Roberta Williams and she was walking around the backyard in character saying things very loudly and very roughly such as, get your own f***ing chips and she was so convincing that uh, workmen working next door, builders working next door were most concerned about what was going on and stuck their heads over the fence and said, are you all right, love? <laughs> she said, oh, sorry, she apologised to them. Um, it was also, of course, good for the career for a while of uh, Vince Colosimo, who absolutely nailed the role of Alphonse Gangitano. Yep. It fitted him like a glove. And he came across as a guy who knew that part because he actually grew up in the inner north and he understood how these guys ticked. He understood how they talked. And he he absolutely nailed the role. Um, sadly, it didn't do him a lot of good because he's hit a few hurdles more recently. But he made a good Carlton gangster. He did. He said to believe his own um, publicity. 
Carl Williams, while he was in prison, was sending letters to anyone he could about his love life. And I've read a lot of those letters. Mm -hmm. And he was uh, obsessed with a a woman who he'd uh, developed a relationship while in jail. Right. uh, A pen friend. A pen friend who would visit him. And uh, I think he, he, he tried to have contact visits with her. Oh, well, uh, he would. And uh, he, would, he couldn't wait for their visits, but he always thought she was cheating on him, oh. interestingly. She uh, ended up breaking his heart. Yes. And he, uh, he, he said he couldn't trust her anymore. No. But um, it brings my thoughts back to when he was uh, on trial yeah. and a very um, salient woman, blonde lady around about 19, 20 years old, turned up at the, uh, at the trial yeah. to see him. And he would write, I've got a letter about that yeah. that he had sent out saying that he still had it. Oh, right. He could still get the girls. Yeah. And I don't know who put her up to it, but um, I think her name was Renata. Could have been, yeah. And, I remember uh, seeing photographs of her. Yes. A very fetching lass. And uh, I think Roberta didn't take she, it too well. No, she wasn't. She wasn't happy. I can remember, I think we mentioned earlier, I remember Roberta punching a young woman at a George Williams's funeral. Um, oh. I think it was over. She was very unhappy that this younger, blonder woman had turned up at the funeral, as if she had some right to be there. Right. Mm. It was very good. And you've got a quote there for us. Yeah. It's very interesting that we're talking about men in jail and the women waiting for them or not waiting for them because sometimes the wives and the girlfriends drift away and form other attachments. Mm. Sometimes they stand by their man and come in and visit. And as one old uh, realistic arm robber said to a friend of mine, he said the most he hoped for from his woman was letters, calls, visits and some lies. (laughs) We should also tell you that it's highly likely you'll have a bonus episode this week. Don't miss it. A troubled young woman. Her evil parents. We never had any issues between us. Has justice been done? I'm in a prison. Join journalist Richard Gilliatt as he delves into one of Australia's most gripping cases. Shadow of Doubt a new podcast investigation from The Australian. I cannot find one of these allegations that's possible. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.